Hello everyone and welcome back to my first mon. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Martin, alongside the Pokemon Master, Christian Buckley. Hello Jack. Welcome welcome back. It's happy to be chatting again. Happy to be talking about Pokemon. Played some more of this wonderful game. I hope I hope you're doing just as well. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um it's it's gonna be a bit of a shorter episode. I don't think we realized the time between gyms. Mm -hmm. This go-around was was very minimal i think this is really the first time we've encountered such like a small amount of time yeah. between gyms in in the run of this show um but we do have some stuff to talk about uh for those that don't know this is our pokemon retrospective series uh each season covers a particular gen this is covering pokemon emerald uh i'm a newcomer to the series while christian has been playing these games for quite some time um each episode focuses on two on the lead up to and through a particular gym the show releases every wednesday you can find it on apple Podcasts or spotify or other podcast services like that uh especially i know some people have been doing this recently um some shows and we're gonna ask you to do this too so if you leave a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, that helps us out a ton mm -hmm. um because it gets people you know more eyes on it um people like to see hey is this a good podcast so we would appreciate it, even if you don't listen to um, the show on Apple Podcasts. That would be nice. Yeah, because I'll throw this in there, too. I I like Pokemon. This is clear. Um, I don't know for sure if I've ever listened to a Pokemon podcast. I'm sure there are some. Uh, but as far as, like, the type of show we have, I feel like this is mostly original. Like, people have done first playthroughs of things before, but the fact that we've carried on, I think it's distinct yeah absolutely so. so yeah that would help us out a ton um but that is not the only way you can get involved in this show you can submit fan art to myfirstmon at gmail.com or by tweeting at us at joyclicks on twitter with the hashtag myfirstmon um i don't think we drew anything last last week christian but mm -hmm. um we will be good about that for I, next episode i'll send you a doodle uh between the recording and release of this episode okay excellent Maybe I'll do the same. Nice. Um, yep, you can also subscribe to us on JoyClicks on YouTube. Um, and any advice or corrections you give us in the YouTube comments for this particular episode may be featured in our Trainer Tips segment for next episode. Mm -hmm. And finally, you can support us over on Patreon.com slash JoyClicks at the $1 level. You can name the Pokemon in my party, even my starter. If you want to name my Grovile, go for it. Um, and at the $5 level, you get producer credit and have your names read out in each episode. Mm -hmm. So, Christian. Yes. Can you hit us with some trainer tips? Of course. First up, from definitely not Pedro, they had to add, Poochiana is a dark type. That is a terrible mistake on my fault. Because I think you said it was normal, and I was just like, yeah, it's a normal. Yeah. Because it's a starting area. But the reason it's so cool is because Poochiana, being a dark type and Wurmple being Bug, both of them are the starting area, like, starting root Pokemon. Zigzagoon, as definitely not Pedro uh, clarifies, is the normal start, or the normal starting area Pokemon. So, oh. this is very new. You know, having a Dark type and a Bug type immediately, you know? Caterpie's early yeah. game. This is right out the gate. Hmm. That's a good call. Yeah, I, I assumed it was... <clears throat> 
normal because usually that's what you're hit with mm -hmm. at first. So yeah, good call. Definitely not Pedro. Uh, yes, they also added that battle scene. This is answering your question. Battle scene off just turns off all animations in battle. Battle style switch gives you a prompt for you to switch to a different Pokemon when the opponent is bringing in a new Pokemon. Battle style doesn't let you do that, so the opponent just throws out the Pokemon versus the one you, that you currently have. Um, repels only work if the first po Pokemon in your party is higher level than the wild Pokemon in the area. Swift does not go first. Again, my mistake. Um, a late game version of Quick Attack would be Extreme Speed. Okay. Uh, I believe in the Discord as well, Neon Rider also corrected me on Swift and said that I made the same mistake in Crystal version. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will learn it. It's, um, a, it's a tradition. We'll, yeah. we'll do it next time. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know one of my favorite Pokemon in Gen 4 uh, knows Swift very early. And I'll, I'll, when we get to that Pokemon, I'll be like, yeah, so I think that just goes first. I think it just goes first. That's why he's on my team. <laughs> Dude, everything, I feel like everything you learn and then like subsequently don't need anymore, that's just thrown away. Mm -hmm. So like a few months later when you come back to it, like I, I do that stuff all the time. Yeah. So I understand. Um, Fury Cutter is surprisingly useful. It increases in power every time you use it in a row in battle. Uh, so similar to other moves like Rollout, for instance, that will continually hit. Um, slightly different because you can't get out of Rollout unless it misses, but uh, Fury Cutter stacks the way something like I think a Toxic would. Um, mm. It's also a bug type, so that's kind of useful to have. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like right now, my I think Grovile has Fury Cutter. Mm -hmm. So. Grovile has like grass type, it has bug type, and I think it has a dark type move as well. So yes. it's pretty versatile. For sure. Grovile is a beast. Um, mm -hmm. And once again, Gyarados is water flying. So Good uh, it can learn dragon type moves. That's the difference. Yes. Yes. Angarl, thrown us a quick tip that 30 frames per second was industry standard up until the PS3 360 era due to Blu ray and HD allowing for higher frame rates. So um, Definitely the Game Boy Advance display was most likely not up to snuff. But it's weird because I swear there are some NES and Super Nintendo games that are 60 frames. If I wanted to dispute you, Angirl, I would look it up, but I have not, so I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah, maybe some out there were 60, but probably for the most part it was it was 30. Mm -hmm. uh, Regal Berktik said, in regards to Trico's move Absorb, Absorb has 20 base power, which uh, is less than Mega Drains, which is 40 base power, which is less than Giga Drains, which is 60 base power. So if you want to replace Absorb, that's the chain you want. So this is a very, very useful comment. Thank you, Rico Bertic, um, longtime listener. Mm -hmm. um, I wish other moves did this. Like, if for like when this happens, when I eventually like level up enough and I get Mega Drain, I kind of wish the game was just like hey this is just the better ver like break the fourth wall hey this is the better yeah. version of mm -hmm. absorb you should replace you know absorb with this mm -hmm. that'd be nice for sure does any iteration of pokemon ever do that not that i know of mm. um two qu more quick ones neon rider mentioned that ralt is a four percent spawn rate in that area where wally catches one and yeah. android man shouts out similar uh battleship allows you to switch every time you kill pokemon um and turning that off would make it more harder if you want like a hard mode kind of you could do that um mm. really makes you emphasize your strategy in battle so yeah um yeah that's interesting i don't think i'd ever turn that off 
but yeah i i could see it you know if i've played this game like 10 times and i want to make it really hard it's like okay i want to be like elite so i could see yeah that. a nice surprise if you if you know this game front and back mm -hmm. so thank you again trainers very helpful yeah absolutely I, I i feel like last episode we had so many comments mm -hmm. which we usually get like a decent amount but we got a ton um so if we didn't read yours on the show sorry we we had a, a ton to go through but uh we do appreciate your comments absolutely now christian we usually just get right into it mm -hmm. but seeing as this is probably going to be a shorter episode we decided to talk about some pokemon snap news yeah because uh new pokemon snap got a new trailer and release date since the last time we recorded uh and we did a little bit of this in um my first mon season one with you know detective pikachu and asking about the movies and the anime um pokemon snap because again you are new to pokemon you played two pokemon games this is your yes. third the world of pokemon spinoffs jack um <laughs> i believe we've talked a little bit about pokemon coliseum which is a game from the for the gamecube yep. that i loved you don't know a ton of Pokemon spinoffs, but I would assume you're familiar with Pokemon Snap. Yes, I am very familiar with Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. Um, I remember going... This was like, I don't even know, preschool. Mm -hmm. So like, we're, we're, we're really diving into the memory bank here. But I remember going over to some kid's house, and they had an N64, I think, mm -hmm. uh, which had Pokemon Snap. So I remember watching them like run around and like take photos of uh pokemon and to me like for knowing that the game was the series at that point was like pretty much based in 2d mm -hmm. i guess it was a pretty like novel experience to have a game where you can like go hang out with pokemon in 3d that's pretty cool yeah um so basically what new pokemon snap is at least what we've learned last week is new trailer it's about 90 seconds long we get a release date. It's coming April 30th. Uh, get some nice looking gameplay. Uh, it looks gorgeous. I can confidently say it's the best looking game with the Pokemon name attached to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Again, um, it seems to be pretty much the same sort of format. Like you're hopping in a car, Disney ride style. You're trying to interact with the environment the ways you can to get some nice photos for the Nat Geo of the Pokemon world, you know? yeah this this for me comes at a good time because i just started playing bug snacks on Ooh, okay. playstation 5 and it has a very pokemon vibe where you're going around as a journalist and you're sort of cataloging these bug snacks mm -hmm. um and which are essentially just like food items as uh little like creatures and it's very similar to pokemon you take photos you catalog them they have different ways you can catch them um so you, you have to like trick some of them into doing like these weird things and then you can actually catch them um and the whole cataloging stuff with taking photos definitely is reminiscent of pokemon snap mm -hmm. um i don't think i would buy like a full-fledged pokemon snap game for like 60 dollars or however however it much it however it ends up being mm -hmm. it is full it's 60 full price yeah that's a huge no for me mm -hmm. uh, i've said it before like nintendo has some very uh interesting pricing mm -hmm. well, issues with its games it's, it's funny you say that too because um i think as we progress through the gens we'll have this conversation more i think but it is very clear nintendo and the pokemon company 
are two separate entities. Like, I, I guarantee you, if in the 90s, the Pokemon company was not spawned from Nintendo, Pokemon would be on every single device. It would be on PlayStation, it would be on Xbox, it would be on Sega systems, like anything that exists. The Ouya, it would be on everything. Yeah, but at this point, like, mm -hmm. they're so married to me, right. at least. Mm -hmm. um, like, from a general perspective, when you think Pokemon, you're you're probably going to think Nintendo right after that. Yeah, it's funny. Like, they're, like, sixth on the list for me when I think of it. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, they're on the Nintendo consoles, but they are on smartphones at this point. They're on about to be on PC with that MOBA. But, like, it's so weird because there's this power dynamic between Nintendo, the Pokemon company, and Game Freak where Game Freak makes the RPGs that have to release in time with the anime and the merchandise that the Pokemon company takes care of. And Nintendo is like, hey, we have a new console. Would be nice if you got a Pokemon game out on it soon. Because when the 3DS came out, the Pokemon company was like, we don't want this new device. We're going to make our next Pokemon game for the DS. So I think the same year or the year after the 3DS came out, the next Pokemon game came out on DS. So, like, the Pokemon company has a pretty big pull in terms of what happens with the games more than Nintendo does. Right. That's mm -hmm. true. That is that is definitely worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely it's like a publisher within a publisher. It's a very weird dynamic, for sure. Mm. So, yeah. But, um, um, but it, it looks cool, at least. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're going to be picking this one up? I could see... Um, you know, I feel like this game could really use a demo. Um. Mm just to get a sense uh obviously i think the original pokemon snap i think you could get through pretty quickly it was just an, the matter of replaying getting better scores taking better pictures finding secrets which was the replay value and i don't know i don't have any nostalgia for pokemon snap i think it's a great idea i think if it ever hits like 30 or like 40 i'd probably pick it up because it look it's real it looks pretty i like photo modes and games um yeah I do know, well, I will say, actually, I, I think the game will do incredibly well based on, one, it's Pokemon, two, people have been asking for this for, like, 20 years, <laughs> and uh, every new installment of a series on the Switch does very well, and where the standard Pokemon RPGs had a big blow up after Pokemon Go, I think the people that weren't grabbed by the RPGs or tried it and fell off could migrate from Pokemon Go to this game. So I think it will be very successful. Yeah, it's definitely a nostalgia play. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how the original one sold, but I imagine it probably didn't, it wasn't as popular as like the like the mainline games, but definitely from like what I've heard from people who, who like the series, like it, it had that sort of place in their hearts mm -hmm. as just this sort of cool experiment within the Pokemon world. So um, it's definitely nice that uh, the devs were like, yeah, let's. I guess we'll do it again. And yeah. uh, having it on the Switch seems like a good idea. It'd be cool if they implemented some on-the-go features into that game. Mm -hmm. But I guess I wouldn't know how that'd work. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, and again, listeners, we, we will probably touch on uh, some more Pokemon talk in general around the Pokemon Day this year for the 25th anniversary. So if you'd like to see more of that, let us know in the comments. We'll We'll listen to what you have to say about it, but yeah. Yeah. Do you know when that is, Pokemon Day? I believe it is February 26th is the oh. actual anniversary, so I will... I could be wrong on that. It might be the 22nd, but it's last week of February, so... 
Well, we will get there, but uh, until now, Christian, mm -hmm. I'm going to hit you with that current party. Let's hear it. Uh, I got a Wingle, who's level 11. I have a Lotad, level 3, along with a Meryl, level 5. I do not use those. I will probably <laughs> toss them um, into someone's PC very soon. Mm -hmm. I have a Grovile at level 16. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm working with. Nice. At, 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 as it is right now. Yeah, so almost immediately my Trico Kashi evolved into a Grovile. So I'm now rocking a Grovile. Nice. Um, I have my Swellow named Grayson and my Meryl named Bobber. They're holding down the fort. And very quickly, again, at the beginning of this week, immediately leaving the gym, um, I, I went to go get cut because you reminded me that I forgot to get cut last week. And I grabbed... Uh, an HM Pokemon. <laughs> yep. I got I a. Know. Yep. I got a Ninkata, and I named it Pete. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Yep. He's you a know spider. What used for. He's a spider, <laughs> Pete. Peter Parker. That's where I got it. So. Uh, I will do exactly the same thing. Um, <laughs> very soon. Nice. So yeah, uh, let me let me hear wh what you did immediately after beginning this week's session. Yeah. So I exit the gym in Rustboro City. Mm -hmm. Head left a little bit and someone's making a stink about someone's goods being stolen, some Devon goods being stolen. Seems as though this is a d disgruntled employee of Devon um, Corporation. And he tells me, hey, someone ran off of my goods and they're heading toward the tunnel over there. And I was like, I know where that is. That's near Route 116. So I head to the right along route 116 and i had already beaten all these trainers mm -hmm. so again we're talking about a short episode i've already done all the work here so not a lot to do mm -hmm. um i've learned christian yes that my wing attack move with wingle is excellent wing attack and is very very good yeah i think i've been sleeping on the flying types you have been i've been, i haven't wanted to say anything but man like a good flying that's the thing every generation growing up for sure um specifically the ones i put the most time into like red fire red uh emerald pearl i got the starting bird of the beginning area they were a mainstay for the rest of the game um mm. exceptions being if i was rocking a charizard I'd give Charizard fly, you know, because I want that fast travel element as well. But yeah, man, flying moves are pretty good, especially on um, a variety of different types, which I'm sure we'll talk about this episode. Yes, uh, flying will definitely come in handy mm -hmm. later on. So glad I learned that. Um, like what you did, I caught a uh, Ninkata. I gave it cut. Um, I will say I looked up like compatible hm um pokemon for mm -hmm. cut um because i don't like like how you taught me in the original run of the show like i don't want to be giving the lesser hms to like a grovile for example right especially not my starter or mm -hmm. like anyone who's like you know worthy um of being put in my party i just kind of want to have a pokemon to just run around um, cut some things down if mm -hmm. I need. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that that was a good call. Um, I'll I'll say, well, I, I'll ask you this: What do you think uh, Ninkata turns into? Because we've seen some interesting bug evolutions. Uh, this is a bug type. Mm. 
have we seen this Pokemon before? Is this new to Gen Three? Uh, Ninkata is a new Pokemon, I believe. Um, so, so what do you what do you think this turns into? Big old spider. Big old spider. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Ninkata, I think is pretty cool, but um, I also gave it cut, so do not feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of, was it Spirak in Spinarak? Spinarak, yeah, mm -hmm. in Gen Two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Similar I'll, vibes. I'll say Ninkata, pretty weak, or not weak. It's an ugly Pokemon, but its evolutions are kind of cool. Um, I don't know how viable they are, but uh, there are. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how long Ninkata is going to be in your party. I'm assuming it will be for a while, just because it's going to have cut for the early stages. Ninkata is interesting because, similar to um, Poliwag in Gen 2, um, it only has one evolution step, but there are two different Pokemon it can turn into. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure how to get the... Um, the different versions i can look into that but there are uh, around level 20 there are two paths it can take for evolution fascinating well it is a bug type so sorry no thanks <laughs> yeah um will not be using you <laughs> um but what i did notice uh this time around in gen 3 was that hms when you use them have an animation associated with them yeah um tms will as well so if you give an item to a pokemon that is influential in that way uh you'll get the little thing where it puts the disc on like their forehead and then <laughs> gives them the move yeah that's cool yeah it's it's very small but it's a nice little thing to flesh it out a little bit yeah it it, it still doesn't make a 100 percent sense because like why do you put the cd on your pokemon and then all of a sudden it knows it is like t is it telepathic it's not a psychic type like what's going on here <laughs> yeah definitely but it's still fun uh, so the next thing I do is just like fight some trainers um, through some trees that I cut down mm -hmm. and like I go through all these trainers and then there's like items lying on the ground and mm -hmm. I was like sweet I'm gonna get something useful and it's just a dumb potion that I'll probably never use because I rarely use items <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. but I'll, uh, I'll say this too early game this is just the second gym trainers mm -hmm. godsend you know trainer fights are incredible very important that's true yeah, so. gotta level up your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So this is outside the uh, the Drillman's rest house or something? Yes, now that you say that, so there was someone blocking it at first. I never went back to go inside. Okay, yeah, so there's some interesting- it ever opened up? Yes, there, okay. after you leave, after the scene we're about to talk about, the, the karate man steps away from the door so you can enter. Mm. Um, if you want, I can save the little dialogue we learn. Because it's not super interesting, but there's some interesting world building in there. Um, you could you could say it. Okay, so after you leave the the tunnel, which we will get to, going into that house, I believe there are two people just chilling in there, and if you talk to them, they'll say like, "Hey, we were supposed to be digging through this mountain cave pass thing, but the machinery caused the Pokemon." that live there to go wild and feral almost and go into an uproar. So our boss decided to do it by hand or something. Cause he was like, Hey, if I'm just chipping away at it, 
it won't disturb them. Um, because there is a new Pokemon in this area. I don't know if you found it uh, or saw it in the cave. Uh, it is a little pink puffball. Yes. Yes. I did. Whismur. I forget the name. Yes, Whismur. Uh, so Whismur is a Pokemon that I believe is a normal type, but mm. its moves and like some of the titles of the moves revolve around noise. Oh. And they've got these big ears, like bunny ears almost. So mm. you'd assume they make their home around this cave, the machinery, very sensitive on their little ears and makes them go crazy angry. So. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. There's a little lore uh, for what's happening. So that's cool. Yeah, so maybe um, maybe this tunnel will be accessible later or something. Maybe that's what we're getting at. Like, the guy's just chipping away with the chisel, so it's going to take some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of that, there's this old dude outside uh, the tunnel who <laughs> lost his Pico. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the nickname for his Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we enter Rusturf Tunnel, um, mm-hmm. and a sign outside says that it's linking Rusboro, uh and Verdanturf? Yes, Verdanturf. Verdanturf. Yes. The tunnel project has been canceled. Mm-hmm. So probably similar to what you were talking about. Yes. For those reasons. Uh, the first thing I noticed in here, Christian, mm-hmm. was the smoke and fog effects. Yeah. Those are cool. That's. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's some more, like we've seen the reflective puddles. We've seen like the footsteps. That's just like, with the Game Boy Advance hardware, that's just some more nice added details to sort of flesh out the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I do love the uh, the color scheme of this cave because, again, pretty different mm-hmm. from most caves we've seen. We did go to the Seafoam Islands at one point. We did the... Where was Lugia that I was like, oh, damn, I'm sad we missed this in Crystal? Oh, that was in the whirl islands the whirl islands okay i think the whirl islands caves did have like a bluish hue to them but nothing on this level this is like a limestone uh like teal almost look to it that i really like right yeah um it's cool i i think the music in this particular tunnel was super spooky Mm -hmm. um you could hear some piano like they added more instruments i feel with this with the music with this game because of the um sort of advancements with the hardware so we get some like piano and stuff like that it's it's really cool Mm -hmm. agreed so yeah so what goes down in here um yeah so there's a team aqua grunt um who stole the goods i easily defeat them i get the goods back Mm -hmm. mr briny as it turns out is the old man um he had the cottage i think on route 104 Mm -hmm. so finally run across him he gets his uh he gets his pico and that's it. We're good to go. I can go back to deliver the Devon goods. Any any thoughts from you, Christian, so far on what we've encountered? I've always liked this NPC. I don't know why. I think it's charming that there's this old man sailor that just is retired with his little wingle, and uh, he goes out sailing once in a while. I, I like that a lot. Um, Team Aqua again, building up that mystery. You know, it's uh, we've gone through two games: Team Rocket, Team Rocket, everywhere, and then. Um, Team Aqua shows up first in the forest, I believe shaken down a Devon guy, and then, once again in Rustboro, steals a Devon good, and uh, runs off into this cave with a, a hostage Pokemon, so. Yeah, yeah, he, he really did some bad stuff. There, mm-hmm. So. Do you think it's the same Aqua Grunt, or do you think it's like the way Rocket was like 
it's just rocket grunt a rocket grunt seven you know like what are you yeah, thinking but yeah that's what i think i think it's just rando uh rocket or uh, rando aqua grunt mm -hmm. each each encounter is a different one um so yeah nice but we get back to Rustboro. um the employee is thanking me takes me up it basically like teleports me to um the devon corporation like third floor uh i get a great ball for the goods mm -hmm. uh the devon employee wants me to deliver something to shipyard in slateport um of course i haven't done that yet haven't come across that but i will keep that in the back of my mind because i forgot to do this next thing mr stone the devon president wanted me to deliver um a letter to his buddy steven and duford mm -hmm. and by the end of this episode i haven't done that <laughs> yeah uh so i forgot to do that i'll have to do that for next week it's okay because to have any semblance of progression on that quest line you need flash and you can't get flash unless you learn the ability of flash which uh, is essential to the main arc of this episode excellent okay so didn't mess up entirely mm -hmm. um i did get the Poganav which includes the map of the Hoenn region. Yeah. So that's huge. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a question later on about this, but we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, I also get a mention of Team Magma. Yeah. What do you think so about that? It seems like we have a double team situation here. Yeah. Where Team Magma and Team Aqua, I would imagine, given the elements that they're talking about, they're rival teams against each other mm -hmm. um so yeah it looks like we got maybe two warring gangs here in the hoenn region yeah that we have to encounter yeah team aqua and team magma again we're, we're going on continuing the the format of pokemon and all of a sudden there's all these wrenches and some things it's like oh yeah where's the evil team i guess it's team aqua yep. wait what do you, th do you think one of them is actually like a vigilante group or like a, a team of heroes that's opposing this other team? Or do you think they're both baddies? I think they're both baddies. Okay. Um, I think they were probably... I remember you saying this to me like through the first run of the show. Um, that in later iterations from Gen 1, mm -hmm. the rivals would essentially be using like the the box pokemon mm -hmm. to like do some catastrophic events in the world mm -hmm. what i'm thinking maybe is that team magma wants to use the quote-unquote blue version of this the pokemon on this uh maybe it's like i think it's sapphire or no, no no magma uses uh ruby and aqua wants to use sapphire okay whatever the pokemon is on those covers mm -hmm. to do their evil destructive bad guy stuff interesting mm -hmm. we'll see how that but unfolds who's to say who's to say um regardless i get the random devon employee says that <laughs> sorry i like go and i'm like am exiting the devon corporation building mm -hmm. and some rando devon employee says that they're working on a device to talk to pokemon uh but they haven't found much success yeah um reminds me of mewtwo in a way but sure yeah uh, a much more heinous act of like forcefully evolving <laughs> a pokemon so, yeah mm -hmm. so um yeah it's, it's funny i was i was playing through uh this first section of this week's episode uh with my girlfriend because she was just we were hanging out and she wanted to see 
uh, the Pokemon game. And she pointed out, and I was like, you know what, I never thought of it this way. When we got the the, the reward, the, the Pokenav, and then it's like, oh, so here's this letter. And I think also before we leave with the letter, his assistant stops you again and says like, watch out for team like protect me or something like that right mm -hmm. um she was like wow they're just bossing you around <laughs> i was like you know what they are like i guess we got this cool cell phone out of it but like we're just getting like thrown left and right like gen one it was oh hey you're going out uh go take pictures of all these pokemon write down everything you learn oh stop this criminal oh you want you want to you want to deliver this letter for me little kid <laughs> like what's next yeah you, you don't really have that much agency in this game no as the character which is mm -hmm. funny not too much but i do know almost immediately after this you do you are faced with a choice which is pretty interesting yes 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 um momentarily we'll get to that mm -hmm. uh so we did we do have match call added to the pokemon app which is essentially like the phone function from gen 2 um and i have a question for you what's this deal with condition on the pokenav um, so you okay. can like scroll over pokemon and it will say like cool beauty tough smart cute does that like come to play later on uh there will be something that comes into play with those um adjectives i will say nothing more but there's an optional thing that gets introduced soonish and you will have to rely on that if you would like to pursue that interesting i'm thinking final fantasy 7 remake um wearing the dress at the honeybee inn okay sort of thing. That, that's an interesting place to have your head for this i, I like it yeah we, we will see where that comes to head mm -hmm. uh but yeah you mentioned earlier a choice and you meet up with may your quote-unquote rival and she asks you to battle and you have the choice to say no yeah this is huge did you say no because no i said yes okay i said yes because uh -huh. i wanted that sweet sweet xp mm -hmm. um but you do have that choice and that's fascinating especially since your rivals in the previous gens were so adversarial towards you mm -hmm. especially with gen 2 that you weren't given a choice you were basically just attacked randomly right um, so yeah this is this is a huge step forward yeah, so I also said yes because I wanted the XP, but trainers again let us know. Um, if you say no, I wouldn't be surprised if you can't leave town until you fight. Mm. Because maybe that's like a, hey, you weren't prepared for this. Let me go heal and then we'll face off. Um, I could see that be what happens there. If it truly is, no, I don't want to battle and then she just leaves. That'd be really interesting, but I again, I've always viewed the trainer battles and especially rival battles as really good ways to level my starter. Like the rival battles, I like leaving the starter for last, so it's like my head cannon is okay. I'm gonna show off all these these cool Pokemon that I've caught and trained up since the first time we met, and then the stinger. You're gonna see where I started. The first Pokemon I whooped you with. Gonna do it again gonna see how strong he is call. love it because because your rivals do that too like their mm -hmm. their starter pokemon is usually featured at the very end mm -hmm. so that's good hit headcanon 
that you got. Thank you. Thank you. you got some good cannon on your shoulders. <laughs> thank you. Using it well. Um, yeah, this fight is essentially nothing. Yeah. Do you, do you encounter the same thing? It's, it's pretty easy. Pretty much like um, Bobber doused the flames of her Torchic pretty quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think uh, whoever else was leaving really took care of most of the other stuff. So no real issue here. What about you? Yeah, same. Um, one to two hits per Pokemon. I'm pretty sure Wingle was was putting in work. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think Wingle took the water roll against Torchic. So yeah. Nice. No issue really at all. Um, but after this fight, Christian, we head through Route 104 and then like through Petalburg Woods and then back to 104, um, essentially trying to like make the way to Mr. Briny, mm -hmm. uh, to his hut. Um, and we stumble upon this weird Pokemon. Okay. And we got a we got a who's that Pokemon segment. Do you want to <laughs> guess who this is and maybe describe what <laughs> I crudely drew for the sure. listeners? So for listeners, um, it looks like a an oval laying on the ground uh, with a single eye peeking out, uh, some spikes ejecting from this. It looks almost like a sea urchin. And I believe, because I think there's two things I could be saying here, I believe it is Silcoon. Correct. Okay. I was that worried. Silcoon. Okay, I was worried you about that. It. Who else did you think it might have been? I, I forget the name of the other one. It's because there's two. There's two. Cascoon. Mm, Silcoon okay. and Cascoon. Similar to how in Gen 1 there was Metapod and Kakuna. I see. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Cascoon looks very similar. Now, the yeah. eyes on the... Oh, it's almost mirrored. I'm looking up an image here of mm -hmm. both of them. And um, yeah, Cascoon is more on the right side of things, the eye, mm -hmm. and Silcoon is more on the center left. Yeah. Uh, so. So that's a good call. Mm -hmm. That that could have been, that could have been difficult. And what I like about um, this, again, I'll throw this out there. Wurmple, similar to uh, Ninkata, Wurmple, depending on the scenario, can evolve into either Silcoon or Cascoon, and the final form will I be one or two Pokemon. So you can have two distinct evolution lines based off the single starter of Wurmple, which I think is also very interesting considering how early Wurmple is. Yeah, that is super interesting. I didn't even know that's um, how these Pokemon came from, Wurmple. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get to Mr. Briny's hut, and he's like, thanks for helping me back there. I'll sail you to uh, Dewport. And I said, cool. And he sails me along the way. Uh, my dad, Norman Osborne, calls. Uh, yes. He checks in. And uh, he gives me his number, seeing how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, not very adversarial, but maybe we'll see down the line if he's, uh, you know, a little hostile toward me. Mm -hmm. I, I have very negative emotions toward this man. Sure, yeah. Just like Freud. Sorry to all the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all the, uh, the Normans out there, uh -huh. but... If I hear Norman, I'm thinking Norman Osborne. Sure. I'm I'm very suspicious. Mm -hmm. He's got he's got the same kind of hair too, like yeah. comic Norman. He he's got that going. The yeah the red and black like streaked hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. suspicious. Very suspicious. But regardless, this is, this is a cool cutscene, right? Hop in this boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of stops me. Yeah, torn a few routes. What is it? We we get a little tour of a couple different routes. I think like 108 or something like that yeah 104 
105, I think, is in there as well. Okay. Um, it might be 105 and 106. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I was interested about that because on the uh, Pokenav, it had shown that the way to get to Dewport was through, like, this blue area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's presumably water, uh, but I can't uh, surf yet. Right. So I guess that's how they mitigate that. And I imagine you could probably go fight all those trainers who are, you know, waiting in the water there mm-hmm. um, with with surf eventually. Oh, mm-hmm. here's a question. <laughs> I just thought of this. Okay. So anytime, like, you go through, like, the World Islands or whatever, any, like, mostly water area and you surf through it, um, there's a bunch of trainers just, like, sitting in the water. Yeah. What does that look like in the 3D games? Do they have like floaties or are they actually just straight up swimming for like hours on end? S- some dog paddle. I think the some are on surfboards. I think the kids mm. usually have like a, an, inner, an inner tube or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, n- nobody's riding a Pokemon, unfortunately, except you. Okay. Yeah, that was fun mm-hmm. in um, in Gen One. Yeah. That animation. That mm-hmm. was funny. Uh, but we get to Dufer Town do ford town mm-hmm. uh, which is a tiny island in the blue sea as the uh, little marker describes um get the old rod get the silk scarf and i approach someone a young girl let's say who says um oh everything in this town like if it's trendy everyone's on it and everyone's part of the trend yeah and i was like all right um <laughs> i go through i think it's like the Duford information center or like town hall or something like that mm-hmm. and i talked to someone and they're talking about this thing called the hot department store and i was like all right and then i talked to like 10 more people and everyone is talking about this hot department store yeah I'm like man you're all shills you're all shills mm-hmm. so uh there's another npc towards the bottom right it's a woman and her husband in a house and if you go talk to them um if you talk to the woman she's like uh, we got married and moved here this is his home we moved from like the city and it's like uh it's really nice being surrounded by the ocean it's a nice island that there's happiness here too or something like that but she's like talking about how it's a tight-knit small island community and because of the town hall and everything you assume that and what the kid says trends spread fast because there's not a lot of people there um i don't know what the i don't know if it's just for fun that they do this but if you talk to the kid outside and they say this is the new cool thing, isn't it? You can say yes or no. Mm. If you say no, you get to say what the new cool thing is, and you get to pick from a combination of two words on a bunch of different lists. Oh, cool. So, because when I came here, I think they said, like, cold training is the hottest thing, or, like, the new cool mm. thing. And I was like, no, it's not. And then the kid was like, what, really? And I was like, yeah, everybody's talking about Magikarp everywhere. And then <laughs> I go into the house, and then... I, so I talked to the kid first and had the interaction. Then I went in the house and everybody's talking about Magikarp everywhere. Wow. So I thought that was fun. Fast. You nailed them too because they're going to be like venturing out to different towns and everyone's they're going to be talking about Magikarp. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, dude, you're sur- first of all, you're surrounded by water. You should know Magikarp is dumb. Yeah. Uh, secondly, don't listen out. Don't believe everything you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty funny. Maybe yeah. I'll mess around with them. Yeah. Um, But... What I noticed about Duford is that there's really not much to do mm-hmm. aside from that little silly business. It's it's mostly just the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what I saw. Yeah, so up north, there's a couple fishermen, and there's also a cave. 
Inside the cave, there is a hiker who will give you HM5 flash. Um, oh, okay. And if you I don't take, yeah, if you take the ladder down the cave, then you get into one of those pinhole views, darkness everywhere. You need flash. Uh, the person you have to deliver the letter to is in that cave. You cannot oh. you cannot progress easily or maybe at all until you have flash. We've been through this in Gen One of the difficulties of not having flash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the proper thing is if you go there you see that you need flash you're like okay well i gotta beat the gym to get flash so let me just go take care of the gym so uh, okay cool so i did it in the reverse order then um mm -hmm. i guess like i didn't go through all that realize that and you know i had to go through the gym and come back i just i haven't done that yet because mm -hmm. i saw i think i fought a trainer like what you said like up north and then i was like i don't i don't want to like progress past this sure i just kind of want to do the main questline i suppose mm -hmm. um so head to the gym uh the sign on the outside says that leader brawley is a big wave in fighting mm -hmm. now <laughs> immediately i was like wave water this is a water type um and then immediately after that find find out that he's a fighting he's like fighting type pokemon and mm -hmm. i was like ah fighting of course mm -hmm. <laughs> forgot <laughs> forgot about that very important word yeah. in that sign uh-huh so that's cool. Um, but what I notice when I enter this gym is I can't see. And it's like what you described, and it's similar to like other... It's a little different. Like, you have the cone, or like the, yeah, the cone like around you. Mm -hmm. You can see a little bit close to you, but pretty much everything else is blacked out. So you can't see that much. Um, and I kind of like this. Like, it's nice to have something that is a bit of a gimmick but you can it makes the gym stand out like mm -hmm. this makes the do for gym stand out so i kind of like having this what yeah about you? i agree i like the idea of the puzzle it's it's a maze and we've seen mazes in pokemon gyms before but they've always been kind of dumb this one i like uh because it, it i don't like that ice one right yeah it, it gives you a benefit to actually fighting the trainers rather than trying to find the shortest route to the the gym leader which would kind of be frustrating with that tiny field of view. So I like that. Um, I'll say this. I didn't really have an issue getting through the gym at all. Um, but Brawly gave me some difficulties. So I had to go grind out in the uh, the cave up north. Oh. So um, I, I did manage to get my bobber to become an Azumarill. Uh, the next oh, okay. stage of Meryl. So. Excellent. Uh, that helped out a little now, bit. Everybody else got close to like the 1819s, so. Okay. So I think the advantage here was flying mm -hmm. over fighting. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes. So you didn't have any uh, Wingles or any sort of flying Pokemon well, available to? I have a Swellow. The only issue is that Brawly's team hits pretty hard. And um, mm. if they landed a hit on my Swellow, my, this bird with very frail, hollow bones. <laughs> Uh, did not fare very well. I took like two hits and then I was down, and then the rest of my team had to just brute force it, kind of. But um, I, I think in total I died five times, and I was like, I should just go. Gr I should just go grind. I went to grind, came back, did it in like two attempts. So damn, that's that's a lot. I yeah. didn't realize. Damn, because for me, I guess we can get into it. Like I, I get to leader Brawly, and for, for the most part, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws it a Machop, 
Wingle uses wing attack. It takes half its health. Mm -hmm. Machop bulks up. Wingle uses wing attack again. And basically almost faints Machop. Like, it's right there. Right. Um, but of course, so it uses low kick, and then he uses a potion. I'm like, great, thanks. You're going to die anyway, so what's the point? Um, Wingle uses wing attack. Machop uses some sort of move. I'm forgetting which. Seismic toss. Not... Yeah, you're right. Nailed it. And it's not effective. Um, and then I use a couple more wing attacks, and then Machop faints. So that's Machop. Nice. Uh, then Metatite mm -hmm. comes to party. Did I say that correctly? I believe so. Okay. The meringue uses... character. What is it? The head looks like a meringue. A meringue. Isn't that like the little... Like gluten-free cookie like whatever people make as cookies when they're on diets it's like just like eggs and sugar beaten and then hardened Meringue. is that what they are give me give me a spelling there's a weird u in there i think like m-a-r-a-n-g-u-e i think okay. maybe okay oh okay i see what you're talking about oh like lemon meringue sure it's got like the swirly okay. thing it's like pointy it looks like a hershey kiss yes but like cream. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And who are fighting Meditate right now? Yeah, Meditate. All right. Let's see. Okay. All right. You nailed it, Christian. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're fighting Meditate. Um, it uses focus, which I think is one of those building attacks, right? Yes. Where it like just keeps building and building, and then if it lands, it does some tremendous damage. Right. Um, well, I use wing attack with Wingle which takes half its health, and it loses focus. Um, but then it, it's tightening focus, and then I use wing attack again, and it faints. Nice. So that's Meditate. Uh, and then finally, we reach uh, Makuhita. Yeah, dude. Who is really cute. <laughs> I, like I love that. Makuhita. Um, big staple in Pokemon Coliseum, because Pokemon Coliseum had a ton of Gen 3 in there. Um, and... To reiterate, with Pokemon Stadium, or sorry, Pokemon Coliseum, the gimmick was that you could only catch specific Pokemon that had their hearts corrupted by some Team Rocket machine, or, or not Team Rocket, but some evil team machine. Yeah. And you cleanse them. Makuhita was one of the ones you could catch early game, so it was one of the first additions to the party. And because of yeah. that, I've always loved Makuhita. Just great design, cool type, uh, good evolution. Like, it's, it's, it's a really solid Pokemon. I like a lot. Yeah, it's got the boxing gloves. It's mm -hmm. it's a yellow, mm -hmm. so it gets you, and it has like the rosy red cheeks, kind of yeah. like Pikachu in a way. Yeah, um, and its head looks like a dumpling. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, uh, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that. I think it's really cute. Yeah. Um, if I ever encounter one, right to the party. Right Excellent to, the party. to hear. Mm -hmm. If I need a fighting type, like that's, is that the base version of that Pokemon? It is. Yes. Excellent. All right, that will be that will get Neverstone. Ooh. Let me tell you. Let me Unless tell you, better <laughs> evolutions. It's got a pretty good evolution. It's not. It's not cute, but it's a good evolution. Mm. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't want to see muscles on this thing. I like oh. it being flabby. Yeah, yeah. No, no muscles at all. Um, so uh, you will definitely come across one at some point to see the evolution. Okay. So good to know. Good to know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I smoke this thing regardless. Nice. Uh, Wingle uses a wing attack, takes half health. Uh, Makahita bulks up and then wing attack again gets the faint. We defeat Leader Brawly with little 
thank you, thank you, thank you. With little to no difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I guess the difference between you and me is like I came in with the the flying type. With did did you have a flying type move? Was that the I had wing attack and peck. I think it's just maybe the defense on uh, Swellow might not be that great. Maybe I don't know. Um, mm. And I can't like I can't imagine is that different from Wingle. Um, but yeah. like for a defense stat base, but yeah, I think I might have just gotten unlucky with the the placement because um, I had uh, Ninkata leaving leading as well, and Ninkata is the lowest level, just so I could like get some XP off of it. Yeah. Um, and I was using like sand attack to lower the accuracy, then throw in the people that were stronger. Maybe that was screwing me over a little bit. I don't know, but a little bit of difficulty. Yeah, totally. Well, um, regardless, we both we both defeat Leader Brawly. Mm-hmm. That is something to be admired. I would say we get that Knuckle Badge. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is a really cool name for mm-hmm. a badge. I will say. I, I love um, this too. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we move on. Brawley's like thing I think he says this at the beginning or maybe after you beat him if you talk to him again but he was like I train in the waves or something like that so the idea of this fighting type guy who lives on this island going into the water like shadow boxing just getting hit in the abs with like waves I love that so yeah. much it is really cool yeah it's great um every time I encounter something like really cool mm-hmm. in these games I I want to see like how that would be tackled in 3d yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i imagine that's what people who played the original final fantasy was like man i want to see how the remake is actually gonna just gonna deal with you yeah uh, so. mm-hmm. i'd like to see that too <laughs> so um someone did recommend me watch i forget what it was called it was like an animated version of the cool dude from uh crystal who ended up being the pokemon champion lance what was lance yeah Mm -hmm. lance like going through that um like evil team rocket radio tower Mm -hmm. area in like just cleaning house Mm -hmm. and i did end up watching it it was like a minute or two long Uh uh-huh incredible and it like it matched my my uh thoughts about lance i was like this dude's just like this really cool like vigilante yeah um using pokemon to go like sweep through team rocket so um yeah it'd be cool to see something similar for uh for brawly here yeah and i would say if you want to see that characterization the anime is probably the way to go because we do have remakes of this generation but um it is on the 3ds and the art style is like it's chibi and i I like the look of the remake but um it's not as complex there's still no voice acting or anything like that but uh brawly in the anime i'm assuming is much more in line of the, the the characterization that you'd want to see so yeah i definitely want to look into the anime a bit more because mm-hmm. i i saw what whatever's on netflix but it stops after that um i know finding anime online it's not very difficult mm-hmm. so maybe i'll look into that yeah um yeah something something to mention mm-hmm. um oh i'll say this get... sorry yeah before we move on about the anime stuff um if the anime is too tricky to find i think at some point it might be fun if we just watch the uh, the Pokemon movies that are tied, like the anime movies that are tied to each generation, yeah. because they always deal with the legendary. It's very cool. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, something to think about. That. Definitely. Um, so basically, after this, you can use Flash outside of battle. Uh, I still need to find that, but uh, now I know where it is, thanks to you. 
we get the TM8, which is bulk up. Um, it's just a useful move. It seems like more passive than anything. Yeah, like it depends on how you play. Like if you wanna, if you get a um, Makuhita eventually, and you're like, I wanna give him a move so he can really like use bulk up one round, and then the next round you hit him with a big punch, and then it's over. Like sure, but you could still brute force it and just get it done in like two moves anyway. If you did the attack twice, like it, it really depends, you know, on how strategic you wanna play, but. Yeah. yeah, with my Pokemon, I, I generally just use like attacks. Yeah, I don't you usually use like status effects or anything. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably won't use that. Yeah, there, um, there's some that are worth it, but uh, bulk up is not one of them. IMO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think going into next episode, the thing I want to do is <laughs> deliver that letter. Mm -hmm. So I definitely need to do that. And it seems like the game is telling you that's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Um. And then maybe after that, do what the Devon employee wanted me to do. Um, like, I think it's in Slateport. I don't know if that's where the next gym is, but Slate, maybe that's where we head. Slateport, I assume, would be the next location. So next episode, I forget how long the cave is, but next episode might be a little chunky. Okay. Um... So be prepared for that. Um, I'm looking at a map of Slateport right now. It is exactly what I was thinking it was. Um, so yeah, next week we might have... Actually... Interesting. I don't think... I forgot about this. Okay, you know what? We'll do the thing, and we'll take care of the City of Slateport arc, Slateport arc next week. And that'll probably be it for the next episode okay very so. good very all nice. right uh so look forward to that uh but until then christian where can people find you uh twitter instagram twitch tiktok chun2d2 um as well as here youtube.com slash joyclicks on this show jack and i also have our marvel show excelsior uh jedi knights gamescast as well and our newest show if you like this format episode one is already available but uh the long play club it's a book club for games, very similar to the format of this show, uh, revisiting an old game, having some deep discussions on it. Uh, the first game we're tackling for the Long Play, long play Club is Metal Gear Solid, the original. Uh, Jack and myself are on that panel, as well as Kevin Diaz of Gamescast. And Omar Nakri, who's on the channel a while back, he's coming back for this show. Uh, first episode, like I said, is up. Had a good time doing that, the volume, so... Uh, yeah, if you if you like this format, if you like this type of discussion about an old game, check it out. Yeah, totally. Um, you can follow me on social media at Fascinated Jack. Um, yeah, basically what Christian said. Uh, we're gonna have some interesting Spider-Man three discussions, I think. Yeah. On uh, uh, this week's episode of Excelsior, mm -hmm. and week by week, we're gonna be doing um, sort of a WandaVision in review. Her week so yeah. you can look forward to that every week mm -hmm. um but yeah until next time we'll catch you later <laughs>